0: The Beatles are a pretty nice band And we've got a lot to say The Beatles are a pretty nice band Talk about them day after day But we also love the outfit a lot So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band Someday we'll judge if they're fine Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine
1: I be mine Who, me? Uh, this is a dig at soon-to-be-former creative partners and chums that happens to rock and it's a waltz weird but kind of like the white Album, mashing genres together usually works when it's the Beatles uh, i like the three four meter verses if nothing else because it sets up the grand build-up to the refrain when your selfishness and ego take over my precious you know um, with that in mind i think i prefer Phil Spector's version, because it plays up the tension more than in the naked version. Uh, not to mention, Spector added over 40 seconds to the song on his own, and the naked version didn't change his edit uh, with that. And uh, another highlight for me is like George and Paul shouting the chorus in unison. Like I don't remember just the two of them harmonizing before.
0: Yeah, that seems like it's a a new twist to an old form, but you know john had very little interest in being part of uh the recording at this part nope. at this point and isn't isn't there at all um i didn't realize that this was initially uh so short uh so yes it made sense to pad this out a bit and i don't mean pad it out meaning like it's over long in any way or no. doesn't deserve to be this length it it actually flows very seamlessly and as someone who's listened to this for years i had no idea um I like parts of the song, but not exactly the whole. I know it's not exactly about his fellow bandmates. It's more about ego, but I really like to think it's more about his bandmates than anything else, because I'm just here for the hot goss. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: I do love the chorus when it really ramps up to 4-4 time and becomes a real rocker. It's great. Uh, The three four waltz, however, it makes it feel a little bit labored, almost like like a dirge to me. Sure. I think the organ plays into that a bit, but I do like the organ. So I'm a bit, like, mm, about this tune.
1: Understandable. Uh, in Spectre's version, there were 18 violins, 4 violas, 4 cellos, 3 trumpets, 3 trombones, and a harp. All uncredited. Um, the last song to be recorded by the Beatles, and there's a lot of those. Like, every time there's a little stipulation. Like, yeah. I think the last one when all four were in the room was I Want You, She's So Heavy. When I think, I think that was the last one. The last, last yes. one. Yes. Yeah, I think I remember <laughs> you saying that. I, Me, Mine uh, was written by George Harrison about revelations regarding the ego discovered through LSD use. Uh, George Harrison wrote in his autobiography called I, Me, Mine... Uh, having LSD was like someone catapulting me out into space. The LSD experience was the biggest experience I'd had up until that time. And he talks more about, you know, the ego and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting, though, like LSD, I thought they were over that by 69, But, okay. It seems oh, to last maybe, forever.
0: Yeah, maybe he's just really synthesizing what he's learning from it, or, like, I don't know, maybe because the shine is off the thing, like, he's opened his eyes to be like, hey. <laughs>
1: yeah, baby. I, me, mine. Uh Remember that time. Also, yeah.
0: Well, they were all, you know, going through all the business stuff with Apple, where, I mean, it seemed like everyone around him was grabbing theirs. Not that he didn't do that, too, but, you know, everyone kind of had to protect, it felt like, you know, protect their, I don't know, look out for their own interests
1: and that being point that being said uh Corey, the beatles bible it seems fitting that a song about egocentricity was the final recording by the group who by 1970 had all but disintegrated into Acrobodia and lethar- lethargy with the various members wanting quite different things from life The Let It Be film, shot in part at Twickenham Film Studios, contains a version of I Be Mine. It was captured on January 8th, 1969, the day after it was written. On the morning of January 8th, George played I Be Mine to Ringo while they waited for John and Paul to arrive. He introduced the song as a heavy waltz and joked to Ringo, with reference to Paul's plans for the concert, I don't care if you don't want it in your show.
0: Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Harrison said he might use the song in a musical he was planning to write with Apple Press Officer Derek Taylor about the company. <laughs> so, with that in mind, it's not just about LSD. And uh, no. no. I don't think that uh, musical ever happened. I don't even know if he was being serious or not. Um, George abused-
0: said a lot of things during that session.
1: Yeah, and it was very dry, very British. Yes. See you at the clubs. The Beatles spent considerable time rehearsing I Be Mine on the 8th of January, performing it a total of 41 times. As rehearsed, the song was just a minute and a half in length. Uh, Paul and Ringo provided enthusiastic support, according to author John Wynn, while John Lennon mostly opts out. Lennon ridiculed the song. In Sulpy and Schweininger's description of the rehearsals, Lennon jokes that a collection of freaks could dance along with George's waltz, and he tells Harrison to get lost, that the Beatles only play rock and roll, and there's no place in the group's playlist for a Spanish waltz. McCartney also mocked I Me Mine by singing in a Spanish accent. According to Beatles biographer Kenneth Womack, Lennon's derision which followed his ignoring suggestions from Harrison regarding musical arrangements over the previous days, was an example of Lennon beating his bandmate. Walmack says this was informed by Harrison being the most outspoken of the Beatles and objecting to Yoko Ono's concert presence and by John Lennon's annoyance at Harrison's abundance of new songs. In Everett's view, Lennon's comments about I mean Mind suggest he was jealous at Harrison's widening vocal rage as well as his confidence in his compositional abilities. I think we could now, go I think we could go on forever, uh, analy- psychoanalysing these four.
0: Well, one thing that like I remember from the film was George playing this and um John and Yoko dancing to it. Yes. Do you remember that part? Yes. Yeah. Which I kind well, I mean, everyone seemed to be ignoring George and that seemed to me to be like the ultimate thereof of just like I mean, like, yes, it's a waltz, like, and they're, they're sitting there waltzing, but it felt more mocking than anything.
1: Right, it seemed like a, it didn't seem, it came off like a, as a disrespectful a little bit. And, yeah. You know, once again, not taking George's song seriously, you know. Correct. Yes. And two days later is when George walked out of the sessions. Um, prompted by the inclusion of the song to let it be filmed, the Beals decided to record "I've Ivy Mind for the soundtrack album. And this is uh, a January 3, 1970, John was holidaying in Denmark, and it had essentially left the group anyway, such so as George, Paul, and Ringo attended the session. The group recorded 60 takes, most lasting not longer than a minute and 30 seconds. Harrison played acoustic guitar and a guide vocal with Paul on the bass and Ringo on the drums. And in Anthology 3, you could hear before what there takes, uh, Harrison said before, You all will have read that Dave D is no longer with us, but Mickey and Tish, and I would just like to carry on the good work that's always gone down. It's number two, studio number two. And that's a reference, of course, to Dave D, Dozy, Beaky, Mick, and Tish of Hull Tight fame, which I discovered it was on one of the Tarantino soundtracks. And, uh, oh. yes. Hold tight, but the film, the city. Is for real. Hold tight. They sing it better. <laughs> I don't. What movie is that in? Uh, I want to say the the double feature with Death Proof. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're like, I've not oh, seen that one. I saw it in the theater. Um. Death Proof, like Grindhouse. Grindhouse was the other movie. It was a double feature.
0: I Uh, can't say I've seen either film, so...
1: Okay. starred Kurt Russell. Uh, Oh, wow. Yes. As a stuntman, a killer stuntman.
0: Sounds like a Tarantino movie. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: So Phil Phil Spector began work i let it be on March 23rd, 1970, and on that day he extended I, Me, Mind from a minute 34 to 2 minutes and 25 seconds. He did this by repeating the line all through the day I, Me, Mind from the first verse and following it with a further repeat of the chorus and final verse, which, as you said earlier, was, uh, you know, not noticeable at all.
0: Yeah, it was done super well. Like, there's some things times when you can notice where there's a cut, like, especially on Naked, like, you can notice, like, on, like, we're going to get to it on, um, I've got a feeling, like, you know that there's a cut in the middle of it. It's, like, two ha- like two different performances. Here, like, it sounds seamless. Like, it was meant to be that length the whole time. So, I mean, I don't want to give Sp- Phil Spector a lot of credit here, but, like. <laughs> you can sometimes, he did have a, he, once in a while. He did
1: have a good idea. A broken clock is right twice a day.
0: That is absolutely correct. <laughs> And he made a heck of a Christmas record.
1: Yes, that's right. Uh, Ringo, played Except drum- he- yeah. Ringo played drums on the final session with 27 string and six brass musicians, uh, uncredited. Nobody knows their name to this day. Providing a wall of sound which took George's song from a simple blues waltz into something altogether more elaborate. At the George Fest tribute to Harrison in 2014, I'm Be Mine was performed by Britt Daniel of the band Spoon, who said that it was his favorite song by George Harrison. Do you have nice. any Spoon takes?
0: I love Spoon. Uh they're they're gr- I, I have a, actually a Spoon poster over here that I don't hang anymore because I can't um they were opening for a band that w- w- that we were no longer allowed to <laughs> to see. Oh.
1: I see.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Former label mates who uh, won a Grammy of the year, surprisingly enough. Oh. Any Anywho, but I do know. Uh, do you want to Do you want to guess what uh, Brit Daniel's favorite John Lennon song is? I know this because I've seen him perform it and say this. Now, is it a and Beatles it's song it's, or a John Solo song? It's a It's a John Solo song. Jealous guy. No. You got one more guess.
1: Okay, I have one more guess.
0: <laughs> um, I know so many. I mean, there's a lot of songs.
1: Yeah, um, nobody told. I'm just gonna it.
0: say, okay. It, 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 I saw him perform this in 2019, and it became very poignant very soon after. Like, saw so him in December 2019, do the song Isolation, um, <laughs> and then four four months later, that's a slow blow. one. Yeah, I, Spoon do a great cover of it.
1: So, do you think there's a Spoon cover band called Fork? Or is that too obvious?
0: trying to think of what would be a good spoon cover band name i turn my spoon on no
1: <laughs> everything hits at once
0: oh that's a great yeah
1: <laughs>
0: that was the name of their like best of collection which is i think like the finest uh best of title that you can that has ever been created that's
1: true there's a it's a puntastic uh yeah yeah uh which i like
0: i can't think of a i can't think of a better one right off the top of my head
1: I uh well there's two off the top of my head. Yes. Of uh, three. Okay, one is Okay. Yeah. Sh- Shut Up I'm Dreaming. I forget who whose whose album that is, but I just remembered the title Shut Up I'm Dreaming. M eighty three. What?
0: M eighty three? Maybe.
1: Um Oh yeah, we, we we mentioned this like a long time ago. Pete Best came out with an album called Best of the Beatles. Sure. <laughs> and the other one is of course take off your pants and jacket fair enough where i, I was reminded of recently cuz someone on reddit i seemingly not joking asked why it's why everyone finds that title so funny <laughs> like they didn't get it the joke yeah yeah uh huh what, I, what are yours? I'm a, I have,
0: I, well, I'm thinking of. I'm just. I'm just going to specifically go with like best of collections of like good titles okay. that are better than just like greatest hits or the be best day, of whatever. Because yeah. we'd be here all day. Because they're all the effing same. Um, singles going steady. Of course. And singles, 45s and under. Wonderful. Also, two of the best. Uh, probably the two finest. Buzzcocks
1: uh, and Squeeze.
0: Yeah, to the finest uh, best ofs out there.
1: Love Count Zero. It's (laughs) all about me. Be me me me. And mine mine mine. Mine mine mine. Josie Scale. Is this song better than your Little Buddy Outfield? I'm going to give this a yeah. All
0: right. I'm going to disagree with you and give this one a Josie.
1: Hmm. Because you only like, like a quarter of it, just the chorus.
0: I really like the chorus, and uh, it's it's fine. It's kind of a minor George work for me. The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day, but we also love the outfit a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty
1: nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah, someday we'll judge if they're fine.